Advice. 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 Hey, what up, Matt? What's going on? Yes, this is Ed the Punk on Advice, brought to you by. O P T. I can't do the. Initials. I don't know what the acronym. Only posers don't listen to podcasts. Acronyms are hard for me, dude. All right, I'll tell you that. It is hard for but, sometimes. You know, you you know? Try I tried though. Stick to itiveness is what they call that. All right, and that word was pretty hard for me too. But I tried it as well. Absolutely. What's going on, man? What Absolutely. Got? What well, are we doing today? Today we got very special guest. Yeah, super who's special. an activist and a journalist. They are awesome. Who is it? How are you? I'm good. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Yes. It's, awesome. it's an awesome day. Pretty nice out with the breeze. Yeah, the breeze is just right, right by right, the right, ocean dude. in APNJ. I'm digging the breeze. Where we're at. at. I'm digging having Lana on. Lana is a long time dog. Absolutely. Um, in my soul. Uh, I met Lana this year. Uh, and they had an act uh, at a um, protest that they had organized. Yeah, the, yes. the rally for black, trans, and queer lives. Thank you Which very was much. amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Really good turnout for that. And I had met you through the music scene back in the, or a couple of years ago, I think, right? I've honestly, probably through Luke Kendrick's. Yeah, I think, I feel like I've been circulating around you circulating, for years. Circulating, yeah, no, totally, yeah. for sure. That's so wild. When, like, you, like, um, because I'm sure you've been in the town for a while, but I just, I, I've been in the town for a while, but it's like, we just met this year. Yeah, we did. And I, but I also feel like we've circulated around each other. Too. I could see that as well. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's interesting. And then you came to more of a forefront or we, to each other. Yeah. And uh, here we are. And then we, you know. And then we, yeah. And then we met each other. And then like, like we were catalysts for each other, like in, in uh, um, terms of being able to help, you know, social justice wise. And I, that dude. I love you, dog. I love to get that out of here right now. And I, I appreciate everything that you've done and everything that you continue to do. Well, I really Thrill. appreciate you, too. I mean, it's you've been a really great backbone and person to stand by and, and work with and, uh, like, meeting with the police and having conversations, having really tough conversations, but having also building friendship and joy. Yes. And it's tough. It's tough to do that hand in hand. Uh, but it hasn't been tough with you. Like, and you have almost been, I would say, my liaison into a number of uh, of just degrees of learning about, you know, trans and non-binary um, and what I should know and what I want to know. And so I appreciate you in that sense of uh, and living open and free. Um, I mean, I, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't get into some questions about that, you know, just so you can get... You know, um, any any um, any learnings for our audience out there, or for us too, out there. Um, sure. And so, you know, um, how how has that affected you in your life? Um, I would say, um, and and a sense of with um, with the government, with law enforcement. You know, just with everyday living, get into some of those like trials and tribulations. So, in and coming to terms with being queer and non-binary, and yeah, I would say even start from like where you would want to start from. The floor is yours. Sure. Okay. Well, you know, the thing is with with being queer and non-binary, it's you you really always are, or like you're you're coming into yourself, and that coming into yourself happens at any time. It really depends on you know the person, your your situations, what you're experiencing, and for me. Um, I, I think I always knew. I think I was just like 
always kind of grappling with it in a mm-hmm. society where you're learned you're, you're you're conditioned first like you're conditioned to believe yeah, some things are real yeah, absolutely. so you know i i was groomed to be what you know what's a girl in society and i had to be like okay do i align with anything that's happening i always resisted uh-huh. always didn't understand why i resisted it or you know what what it was about me that was different whatever that meant for me then right um so you know it was something to always grapple with and i think i just had to learn if not to i just knew that it, you know while i was coming to, to age coming with myself i would eventually have to uh at least like myself and advocate for myself in whatever way that was going to be as it applies to activism um that's something that i got into I was around 14, able to start to put mm. some vocabulary maybe around who I was and, mm-hmm. and who I was becoming. Um, and that has a lot to do with social f- spheres and, uh, you know. Yeah, right. all in those constructs and, like, even, like, appeasing like? those, like, right, right, you know. Sure. Because we live in, like you said, uh, we're, we're conditioned, we grow up in this society where this is, this, like, you know, to have two choices in a world that, is so vast and like you know actually so like individualistic at every uh point um it almost does rain as like ridiculous no not almost it is ridiculous like you know uh but as you know you're alluding to it's like from almost the echoes of time like what has been instilled and what it like you know and certain cultures and other cultures you know um not so much but there has been like a reign of power for that yeah yeah and you know it's it's good to see that um it it could be more expressed now that uh that non-binary and that people can learn more and like you know get more into being an individual like instead of someone that has to conform to these norms that are that are you know, just laid out by almost like a lot of the times the people that are conformed to it by a society that hate that we hate that. Like, you know, yeah. like we wanna like we especially as Americans, we wanna be um, you know, if you're even in that middle ground of like saying this in America, you wanna be an individual and you wanna be who you are. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but then we almost get afraid to do that because we're like almost locked down by that like um that that uh, that um, binary fascism, uh, like you know, like having to right. So we know that like a lot of things live on the spectrum. Everything kind of everything lives on a spectrum, and gender, sexuality, uh, your sex is on a spectrum. So when we try to simplify simplify the science, we start to simplify um, what what existence is as an animal on planet Earth. That mm-hmm. you're you're missing a lot of <laughs> key concepts of what it means to to live and be a living thing so you know it's like if language is constructing who we are and then we start acting upon those actions and beliefs that you know change over time then you you got to start to question and say that there's much more here than just you know boy girl and, and we could take that and apply that to other spectrums exactly yeah, not right like how how literally could there and um, you know the more you question it you know the more you'll come out with some answers for yourself like you know there's there's a lot of shared knowledge, obviously, and things that you know we can a lot of us can agree to are real, you know, perspective wise. But also, there's a lot of like internal knowledge that we forget to even like look into, like about who you actually are. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, who, what you want, what your needs are, you know, um, who you want to be, what makes you go. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and it's because it is obviously like, a balancing act of tra- having to survive in a world, you know, that is currently, especially our world, you know, very binary. Like, right. for like, you know, it's, it's easy to say, but, you know, we, we, we see it every day and we kind of like, don't question like, and it's really, it's really, um, it's something that I, you know, obviously have started to re- recently question. Like, you know, um, like, why would I want to be, like, even fearful of, like, who you would want to be? Like, you know, you, uh, the person that you are should, uh, A, be beautiful to you first. Absolutely. Than anyone else, dude. Of course. Yeah, fuck what anyone else. And then once that beauty, once you you. kind of internalize that beauty that is you because you are so truthful with yourself, um, then you're ready to kind of unpackage that deal and expose it to the world. Like, you know, and whether the world accepts it or not, whatever. Like, you know, but you know what you need and what you want and all that and what makes you go. And... This is someone that I feel like Lana Leonard. You've truly done that, and I appreciate you for. It. Thanks. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you uh, for for you know um, just joining us and um, having like this. I, I'm sure it's a tough talk for me because it's me. <laughs> like you know, but um, uh, these are the types of talks that I definitely and I'm sure you do too. And, no, for sure. Like, yeah, no. want to have. On the show, and these are important talks. Um, Absolutely, you know. uh, We want to get into some some things about you know non-binary living, you know, and kind of how like you know because there are people out there that I feel like, and I won't say this as I like you know trying to praise you, even though I love doing that, um, but more as um, just your role as a teacher and you know a mentor. um, There are people out there that. you know, are kind of engaging and, you know, first learning about their, you know, non-binaryism uh, and don't know how to quite live with it. Mm-hmm. And and so, like, what type of, like, life advice? Like, uh, like what type of, um, you know, um, uh, as far as, like, you know, exercise, um, you know, mental health. Well, like I said, I don't even know if I know the questions to ask. And I feel like, the floor should be more open to you to talk. Well, it's it's well, that's like it's such a uh, broad question, right? Because there there's so many uh, different experiences to be held. But you know, you know, being non-binary is living on the spectrum of gender, right? You're neither, um, you're not a male or a female, uh, and you know your body parts don't you know assimilate you closer to here nor there. You live on the spectrum, mm-hmm. and you know whether you're agender, non-binary. Um, you know, being trans for some people, kind of transgender for some people may feel like um, another binary system where being non-binary or agender is more like living on the spectrum. Mm. Um, you know, and I think with it, in terms of advice, you know, for people's being able to have access to visibility of trans and non-binary people and uh, just as well, um, it's a process. And people are going to be experiencing things within themselves and outwardly at different times um and to love yourself as best as you can if you can and that's that's hard as well because it's like how do you you know find coping mechanisms to help you and i you know i know for me 
um, those have been to you know, skateboard, to write, and, and to you know, go for walks. And, and I think just finding that for myself and finding places where I can hang out with myself and be with myself. Um, I know that for me, like when friendship was hard while I was a, a teenager or a youth, I would, have, I would hang out with myself. So if I felt like if I was gonna get to know someone and be vulnerable with someone, it would be me and uh, find that level of congruence within myself before, you know, I tried to find that validation in others. But of course I wanted those those friendships. So it was very difficult and I I had to, you know, stay true to myself and, you know, didn't really know where my interests lied with people until I I, uh, better figured out who I was. And that still was a process from, you know, to where I am today, I think. Even like within the last year, I've learned so much about my gender and my sexuality. Um, so it's taking time and like feeling the pain of it all um, and allowing yourself to love yourself, give yourself something, like whether it's a hug, mm. like something that, that is like, okay, I'm going to invest in my, my space today. And I think that's the advice I can give and, and make sure that people are being true to you, not trying to, to cheat you out of. Um, really one-sided friendships, you know, making mm. sure that there's a, you're being met and uh, being with people that truly want to share with you as well as give to you. Um, yep. That is, yeah. That's beautiful. That's very I, powerful. Absolutely. Very powerful. Um, I do have to, I, you know, I got one question. How long have you been skating for, dog? You could. <laughs> it's very on and off. Like, it's, it's such an irregular thing, which with something like skateboarding that takes so much of your body's attention, and that's one of the reasons I do it is because, for me, if I feel like I move very quickly. Oh, you got them quick twitch muscles. Well, for me, rest, like, staying still does not rest. It's, it's almost very bothersome because if you're working a lot and you're constantly thinking about multiple things and I sit down... My thoughts are still... Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, now resting is just like really a little overwhelming. So if I'm able to take those thoughts, maybe add some music to it and like go for a night skate. Oh, yeah. Now we, got, now we have a flow. Yeah. It's powerful, dude. I know you'd be running at a million miles per minute. Dude. That's rest for me and that's, that's fun for me. And again, it kind of comes back to like those coping skills from, you yeah. know, a teenager to like spend time with myself. Because um, I need that, and that helps me digest the people around me. That helps me digest what the hell do I need um, yeah, right, right now. Dude. Skateboarding totally. is a great sport to like, just like get like in touch with your individuality because exactly. it's such a solo sport. Obviously, you can skate with friends, and it's so right, hard. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a hard real, sport. You know, put you through some shit, and sure. you can get hurt, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get hurt on some easy totally. shit. You get hurt popping ollie. Oh yeah, right anything, sidewalk, literally. Like, twist that ankle, you buddy. Sh- like, you really <laughs> need to be limber. Like you need to like your upper body has to be as strong as your lower body, your core. Like, and that's what I love about it. So every time I skate, like it's I'm totally focusing on my muscles and like where. I'm moving the board and like what what it's gonna take to like get this trick down if I decide to learn a mm. trick or just ride. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great fucking sport. Yeah, dude, I'm glad no, that no. you can use it as a coping mechanism. Totally, for no, you. it is a great coping mechanism. Like you know, I'm glad that you can find these out and you know discuss this. Um, you know, um, um, because the I, you know, from the outside looking in, but hopefully, like you know. Um, you know, finding myself more and more every day. Um, 
just um, the mental health aspect of uh, living in a world that does not necessarily like accept you yet. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, could you touch more on that? Sure. Um, well, yeah, I, I, you experience these micro things that are really actually not, they're maybe micro for like the straight cis person or the straight cis white person, you know, like, like to kind of walk through and experience certain things. That's where, that's my progression. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or, you know, when you're walking into a space, you get out of your car, um, with someone else who looks just like you and is, is also non-binary or queer, you know? But looks like you maybe to other people, you know. A lot of straight cis people think you, you can like see the queer on someone. Oh yeah, yeah, and you yeah. Can't do that to people. You can't. Yeah. You can't. It's there's there's no performance in being queer. You know, there's no like, there's no set way to be queer. Um, although like within the queer community, of course, there's just some like little. You have your your jokes and the way you see each other, mm-hmm. and the community you have. But anyway, you know, get out into a place like you're in the Atlantic Highlands, right or. Um, maybe another part west and, or south of Jersey. Uh, it's maybe more rural or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like in, in Atlantic Highlands, I know though, if I get out of the car with my friend, it's like people look through you. They're just like, when people look at you, they're trying to like figure you out. Or like, uh-huh. I was in 7-Eleven near my house mm-hmm. the other day and like, you know, you get like a triple look. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the triple, the triple, uh, like, the triple take. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 yeah. And you kind of just like, numb out to it after a while, right? Yeah. Like, so there's... Or you talk about it, and like you make jokes about it, because now that's what that is, and like, you know, it's your everyday life. But then we have like what's happening in the overall society where, you know, we're seeing black trans women being killed at but, a horrendous mm-hmm. rate. And and almost nothing gets done about it. Nothing, nothing at all. Like especially with an uproar that there is now of it. Like and that's that you know I'd say it's scary. I also like know that you know these things you got to stick out the fight. But it always is a little nerve wracking when you see like a mass uproar online but nothing gets done like in like legislation or that's like, why those those reshares have become more of like memes you know yeah because people are just sharing it and it's cultivating a you know a certain kind of reaction and people like they feel like they're doing some form of advocacy work mm-hmm. and and you know they're not um and you know it's kind of like if anything it's like oh read this and you read it you're like okay i learned something today i've done it my did part you? Yeah. We, we all do you know no yeah, one's really absolutely. you know no one's really to blame here i think we we all have a sense of this at different capacities but for sure and i and i think you know when we're looking at, at advocacy work and activism it really comes back to okay are you learning what are you learning mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. are you doing mm-hmm. um so there's that that you know you got to track back and like really look at what's going on here, yeah. um, and I think that that is something. So within myself, it's being able to hold empathy and space for identities that I'm not. And knowing my privilege, mm. I have to check myself before I go out and do something. Always, you know, yeah, I feel that. So it's it's a matter of knowing my experience with what I have in my life, knowing to be grateful for what I have, but also knowing. Um, where where I pain and where you know things have affected me in a in a traumatic way, mm-hmm. and taking that and empathizing, um, and and also, you know, being strong like you know you numb out to certain things, but not because maybe I shouldn't say numb out you. 
are able to cope with certain things more because you're, you've learned how to deal with it or manage it. Manage it. Um, so I, there's there's a lot to be said for for how that feels, and I think for me it's uh, you know acting through and being able to self reflect. Well, it's good that um, to hear you be able to process, like you know, because that's the major part of any type of healing, like is to continue to process um, and to know where your like um, your needs lie. But also to know where, like, to be able to take that and then to turn it into empathy and know what needs, like, where, like, society's needs need to be met. That is, yeah. like you said, active. Hopefully. Right. Absolutely. Thank you, Lana, once Thank again for, for engaging with us and just leading us on this path. Um, you know, uh, we want to get more about who are you, dude? <laughs> who are you be? Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm like, this is all going to tie together to everything because it's who you are. But sure. we want to know, like, you know, um, kind of, like, not only, like, your origins, but, like, you know, um, if you want to just sit here and give us your life story, dude. Like, also, this is an interesting, not only as a co-host of this, but just as a new friend. Like, it's good to be able to be like, hey, Lana, come on and tell me about yourself. So I know about you. Like, damn shit. Um, and so, like, where'd you grow up? Um, so, my my family, uh, I'm Italian-American, Sicilian-American. And uh, so, my, my family's from Brooklyn. Um, I was born in Manhattan. Uh, I was very young. We moved from Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Diker Heights. And it was a, it was an interesting time because my brother was older, but only by a few years. So mm. we did interact with him and his friends. So we, we would like play on the street as toddlers. Mm. I remember Brooklyn, this the Brooklyn. Right. block party. Right. Like, it was very heavily Italian American. And so it was, it was interesting. It was fun. There's always people around. There's always food. Uh, family was still mostly, I think in Brooklyn or like moving out to Jersey. Um, and we moved to Jersey. I was very young. I started preschool and with my twin brother. I have a little brother named Keith. Um, and we moved to Ocean, which was very strange. It's very strange because we didn't really assimilate well. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like yeah, exactly. Ocean, the, like, yeah, like, coming in the Benny life, you know? Benny, like, because like, according to Jerome, you have to live here for seven years until you're not a Benny He's anymore. Fresh. Oh, oh, so, so you have to learn. Get it, Sam. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. The seven-year rule. <laughs> I'm talking to Jerody later, okay? Go on. You know, totally. Go on, though. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it's, uh, very, it's, it's definitely interesting. You, know, you have these parents that have grown up so differently than most of the people that live in Ocean Township suburbia. Right. It's like most of these people have generations in that town alone. Um, and yeah. not, not Brooklyn, like, from, like, like, 1970, 1950s, 60s Brooklyn is when my parents were born. Oh, so or they, Queens, yeah, that's you know, yeah, old Brooklyn. Just a very different time. So they're probably all, my parents are probably around, like, 10 years older, 15 years older uh-huh. than most of the parents as well. Okay, or, yeah, um, and so, like, they got that, like... We, we are elders, like, you know... Or more so, that. like, like, just different... Gener- like just different generational experiences, I think, and Word. being in like Brooklyn versus Ocean Township. It's right? very so difference. big difference. Big difference. Yeah. We grew up with with a very different idea of how to live in society than a lot of these families. So, grew up in Ocean Township. Very interesting. Um, and I probably started dressing in my my 
brother's clothes were coming into myself like at our mm. young age, like probably like around seven. So that completely changed my experience a lot as well growing up here. And I, um, you know, I'd skateboard a lot. I would ride a lot. And I really started getting into shows, into music. And that's where I'd probably run into Ed a Right. Oh. Yeah, totally. It's like really We're, vast range of music from all throughout New Jersey. And, literally. Um, very, yeah, as you know, I'm awesome. kicking myself because I just found out that Lana played guitar. And I didn't ask them to play guitar for this. Mm. And so, we could have had that. Or I mean, we but have, we, 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 I would like to do a uh, Lana Leonard music episode as well. Yes. We'll get into some Absolutely. of the music later. But, yeah, I would like to do an episode where we just talk about, because, look, I, like, you know, as someone that does the jams and for a while, uh, like, do you have any, real quick, like, music out? Like, or if you just started playing guitar? I, I don't really know a lot of stuff. I do a lot of improvisation. Again, like, guitar was Ooh. something that I did when I would feel, like, when, when you know, when things were rough in my life, I think I felt skating music, and I would just play just kind of see what would kind of come out and that's really just how I learned to play music kind of like a it was like a, a therapy for me so I never really learned any songs because I I guess I didn't want to play like that maybe I do I, I mean improv's songs. a thing dude and improv's fun improv's yeah, a thing dude I and really especially as fish dude they do that shit all the time dude we're <laughs> 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 gonna live it off that bad boy 30 dude. minute fish, <laughs> fish. Yes. I love to see a lot of literature today <laughs> the tray I'm sorry <laughs> no it could be it's, it's, it's a lot of fun so it would be it would be fun to like just figure out what would happen and um it's just not it's not organized music and that's it's, which it's is right. no intrinsic no. like dude, yeah. that's what that like organized music is kind of like i like it because like i've been like conditioned to like it but it's very capitalistic isn't it like yeah. you know like you know music yeah. music uh it has this um not only tonal ability but rhythmic ability to relate to the soul um and that is intrinsic like, that is not something that we made scientifically or anything like that. Like, that, like, is something that makes the human experience kind of go. It'd be cool to write songs, though. And I, there are a lot of songs I'd love to learn and, and be able to play. Like, I, I think that uh, being able to replicate another person's song is one of the coolest things you could do. You a cover guy. It's like you love a song and you get to now play it. It's just like... We're, no, it is nice oh, yeah, to do no, some covers. Like, Reflexing, we do covers. Uh, totally. You know chords on guitar? Do you do is it? Okay, so like, I would like just go to like guitar. Um, what is it? Um, Chord.com? It's not guitar. UltimateGuitar.com. Mm-hmm. And just because like you said, it's very therapeutic to sit down and get through like yeah. a song like that you know and be able to play that. And so once you know how to chord, like, because they're like different like just because music came from the earth and now it evolves and now there's going to be different, like, you know, naturally different paths to understanding it and learning it and making it your own. Um, like, learning, like, guitar and cordage or, like, something in cordage is very, very um, helpful to covers. Like, it would, like, if you, like, if you... Because they just, instead of like reading music and doing music theory and all that stuff, there'll be like a cheat sheet where it's just like, I'll have the words here. And then I'll have like um, this uh, this chord over here, like a C. And now I'm going to be like, I'm singing a C. I'm singing, or is 
the F over this next thing, so I'm gonna sing an F. And then you do that in things like, uh, you know, Margaritaville. That's not it though. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. But then you like, yeah, you do that things, that, and then you get to, you know, express why, and you feel closer to the music. Mm -hmm. Like it's really, um, it's really um, a, um, what's the word? Uh, vulnerable like um, situation not in a negative context but you're opening yourself up mm -hmm. and you know obviously the artist has opened themselves up with the um, with the creation of the song yeah. and so do you almost see you you rocking out you know how that'd be and so continue your progress if you want to learn anything about music I'm always here for that yeah, sure. to, to exchange that and um, if you want to just jam we can get our fish on as well Cool. Get the fish on. Get the fish on. Yeah. It's a pH. It's a pH, okay? Phonetically. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Lana, once again for being on. Yeah. We appreciate you. it. Um, let's get some, because look, I'm going to be honest. I'm, like, I try to be all the time. Um, you know, sometimes I slip my pronouns. Um, and I want to just get into, like, you know, uh, the conditioning and the process of obviously, you know, not only you um, feeling those and, you know, becoming those, um, but also how you see the process of even yourself, like acclimating them to them uh, or from a binary world sure. perspective. Um, well, there's so many different pronouns, you know, that, like I think, and, you know, Zer, Zem. Um, there's go over, sorry. Zer, go over, go, yeah, go over that because I don't know that. Well, there, there's like there's a vastness to, to finding your language and you know, uh, and and how you want to verbalize yourself and, and be respected. And um, for me, I just went to I, I, I'm a they them. Um, and for me, navigating pronouns is interesting because you have to first tell, you have to come out again. And you have to start talking to your local circles and you have to start, you know, making sure that people around you refer to you by your preferred pronouns. Sure. Um, so you go through that process and, you know, I think what, what other people have to do in terms of finding their own transitioning and like thinking about pronouns and thinking about gender nonconformity um, is if you s just think about your pronouns before you say them. Yep. And mm -hmm. that, that really goes for, for anyone you're talking to because you can't see queer right so you go up to someone and you ask well what are your pronouns mm. or am i referring to you by the right pronouns um or you know if you're still learning and you slip up just correct yourself right away don't apologize and move on uh word i like that and it's a like that's part of the conversation of like just having the conversation Right, right at it. Yeah. Right, right exactly. Because we need some of us need to like educate ourselves on these types of things because we don't want to slip up on mispronouncing somebody's, you know, what they go by. You know what I mean? It's also so thinking it's like, about like you know making sure that um, people don't assume gender too. Right. right? So if we, exactly. what does a man look like? What does a woman look like? What's a transgender person look like? What's a agender person look like? You're, you're able to figure out through asking and starting to realize that, mm -hmm. oh, 
a trans person can look like anybody uh, and a binary right. person can look like anybody um and it's easy to it, it's helpful to, to put your pronouns on you know your email signature stuff like that so Instagram, it's, okay. it's, it allows you to also think about the fact that like there's you know we don't again perform gender it's not you know, we don't put our it on ourselves in a in a clothing way or performative way, right. um, or as like a yeah. So I I feel like that that allows people to think about what makes a person X. Uh-huh. Start talking about it. Nice, yeah. dude. We gotta stop start talking about it. Like you know, we gotta start providing and living in a world where you know we're looking out for each other's best interest mm-hmm. instead of just like you know. Um, the first judgment that comes to mind. Exactly, yeah. As, you know, it's can't all, assume like nope, that. No, mm-hmm. and look, we have those judgments and we can't. those, you know, those judgments are once again condition-based and I feel like a lot of the times I find myself having this judgment and when I feel like I win is when I can have it and realize what it is and then, like, think about it and then move to a better judgment. Like, you know... Um, and almost judge myself um, because I want to live in a world where, you know, just as someone that wants it provided to him, like, you know, every single person has that, that same respect. Um, sorry about that. If That's all good. Uh, that same, that same, you know, just equal opportunity to be a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and to feel, feel love and to, you know, be able to give love as well without, you know, any sort of, uh, any sort of barrier. And so that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Thank sure. you and thank And uh, once again, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah. And Matt, you're great for Ed, just like bringing the most fantastic guests onto the show. That's Dude, it's, they, I, I mean, here. like they come, um, we all like, you know, this is, I know it gets, like, framed in, like, you know, we're doing a production uh, a lot of the times. And, you know, to produce stuff like this, we have sure. to do productive like, uh, production-like things. But this is real life. Like, these are the people that we need to be associating with if yes. we want to see a better future. We, yes, we if need we, the voices to be heard. That type stuff. Um, and uh, if... You're not doing it, like you said, doing the due diligence to make sure that you are not being a one-sided friend. And, you know, friend, like, gets thrown around a lot today. But what are you doing? Like, what are, what are, what are we doing for each other? Um, and you can tell what we're doing for each other mm-hmm. by, you know, if you are a positive thinking and you want um, that love and that... um that opportunity for everyone by the time that you spend. Absolutely. And what you do with that time. Right. And it produces things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <laughs> exactly. it, it, yeah, it, it brings about things naturally. Like, you know, and, you know, there, it's one of those things to realize that there is good in the world. And if you believe that, then you can very much be that good in the world. And that good is not, not just you. You don't have to save the world by yourself, you know. You just have to seek out that good and know that good, and, and it'll surround you, and you can make that positive change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the things will propel. And like the earth, the earth wants like you know maybe we got people in charge of shit that don't, and maybe right. people, but the earth itself 
wants change. Because it's, it tells you it wants change because it, by, its, by its negative repercussions. Yes. And what's happening? Exactly. They'll tell you. Exactly. Let you know. <laughs> right. if you know. If you're fucking up. Oh, right. yeah. Clearly. And, like, and we've been fucking up for a while. Like, like yeah. you know, it's, and it's happening really every day, and people do not see that. Yep. Yeah. Well, pe- people don't, but people do, and like, we need to capitalize off the people that do. Absolutely. And those people need to come together, and we, we need to change some shit. Exactly. Because else, we're not. We're gonna die. We're gonna die one day. Who? Whatever. Exactly. Uh, you know. You never know. But but for anyone to have a feeling of just um, that's okay, that I'm gonna die in the place that I've had this entire existence out. That is beauty. That's provided me with it. I can just leave it like shit. That is a toxic mindset. And it needs to be eradicated. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah, you got to teach yourself. And I believe that leads into our next topic. Uh, I heard from a little bird you did some teaching. Is that right? Uh, What grade level were you teaching? So I was doing early education primarily. But I I did a lot. I did some middle school. I did a little high school as well. That's awesome. um, A little elementary but mostly middle school and, and early education well kudos to you because we definitely need people like that to uh, teach these young minds yes I'm, I, I was that teaching like you know um what are what are some of the things that you feel are different teaching uh, as non-binary well i love teaching uh, I, I always worked with kids and uh it was just a pleasure to teach about things like environmental sciences. It was really cool to talk about um, You do something with that, don't you? Some (laughs) environmental, uh, some some Save 32 Acres stuff going on. Early, early development. That's right. In in a nutshell, with teaching, which all, you know, teaching was hard in coming to terms with like being, it was a private school too, so there's, you know, the law doesn't really apply in certain areas as Uh much. There's different Hmm. rules there and like, it's a private school, so they could really do what they deem is, is right in certain circumstances. Right. Um, so in this case, you know, my identity for them as a non-binary person was um, I got too much. They didn't understand. They rejected wow. me, whether it was a prejudice or whether it was like a business prejudice for, you know, who was giving the money. or what, I, don't, I don't know. I couldn't yeah. tell you. Um, they didn't tell you. No, they just did what they did, and I, you know, eventually had to part ways. But mm-hmm. you know, now with as it applies to something like Save Through Two Acres, it allotted me a lot more time to go into that. So after teaching at the school, we went into COVID really quite quite rapidly. Right. And um, so when I'm not teaching now, I've been just trying to get journalists journal uh, articles out and getting ready for school. And doing some say three two acres work, which has been an ongoing process for the last few years, um, and it's uh, all about tearing down this de- or or making sure this development doesn't go through in an ocean township. Ooh, go more into that, please. Yes, okay. please. Ew. Well, it's it's if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been really. It's been a. It's been a battle. I think I'm. I'm just. I'm actually pretty into it right now with say three two acres. A lot's been going on, but I got involved about a year and a half ago. Um, I met Jackie at a town hall meeting, so I was trying to cover more about 
save 32 acres but also what development was sure um and i met jackie she came up to me i was seeing some pictures um and i started working alongside her we stopped this development and there's lawsuits against it uh the mm. you know the mayor and this this plot of land has been tied to historic corruption in ocean township oh, okay. um, and i believe that that corruption stems into a lot of the local towns in the area as well um, comes out of Ocean and, and Asbury's. Uh, you know, she well, had the same zip that. code, you know? Yeah. So, that. Um, that has been a lot of what we've been kind of looking at, but we want to stop a development that's just going to uh, secure more gentrification from Asbury outward. Mm. And yes. we believe that Ocean wants to profit off of gentrification um, as as they they have a preference for what it means to have a successful society and ocean oh well, yeah that's not putting the people first i i think that mm -hmm. with this development we're looking at people wildlife um conservation of land and conservation of of lene lenape history and this oh. the what we need to look at and when you're putting up a marriott hotel chick-fil-a gym <laughs> bank 70 luxury townhouses that run for five hundred thousand uh, dollars yeah um, a wawa gas station you know, and it goes on and on. It's not sustainable, not for for this this town. It's it's also reckless, especially when there's businesses. It it is seemingly deem it it is reckless to have something like this going up when there's businesses running uh, along. One thirty five out of business. We're in a pandemic. There was a uh, something supposed to go up uh, at the Middlebrook Theater. Mm. Wegmans was a part of it. All these food town was a part of it. Um, for like a, a movie theater and uh, whatever they were gonna do with it, and they pulled out because COVID's been so rough. Yeah. Um, that's right across the thirty-five, and then you got this development. So. And yeah, the, yeah. The business is here, um, you know, and a lot of times that you know it seems to be a turnover, quick turnover of like you know, all right, we need this, uh, you know, we need to destroy this for this. Like, you know... What's the point? Why? 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 Is there not is there not a hotel in Asbury Park? Right. But is there not... <laughs> <laughs> does that not yeah. exist already? I've never been there, actually. Is there not four hotels in Asbury Is there not five hotels in Asbury Park? Like, you know, what Like what are we doing for the people in the town? What is... Yeah, right. and who's, who is this for, I think, is the... the the question when we look at this development, it's for people mm -hmm. that make upwards to eighty thousand plus dollars. Uh -huh. That's not a lot of us. And no, I mean, for most of us, we're lucky if we see past fifty, right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. that's a blessing. Exactly. To me. Exactly. Right. Right. That's a blessing to me. If I could see fifty in a year, oh my gosh, thirty thousand in a year. Like, like we're looking at numbers, and even living in places like Asbury that have like apartments. For one bedroom running for like twenty five hundred, might as well be living in in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Type shit, um, dude. Mm -hmm. Type shit. Asbury, New Brooklyn, dude. I'm telling you, let's go. We're talking about Fuck one of the egg. fastest gentrifying cities in the country, and then yeah. Ocean is totally trying to uh, suck some of that profit themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and I I oh. question the validity the validity of the leadership. Um, and, and I've heard things said that I'm not impressed with. I've seen things done mm -hmm. that I'm not impressed with. So with Save 32 Acres, we have a lot of different sections of who does what kind of work. And as I said, the garden is kind of a separate sector that I've been able to delegate. Um, but it's been 
an incredible, incredible part of of the movement, and we've okay. helped make this community garden or garden this community garden of native fruit trees and, and plants and herbs that would benefit communities if need be. And just to also set the example of this is how we should be mm-hmm. nourishing and working land and, and working together. And through the garden, we built community because it was a garden. Yeah. Right. And it, it brought so many people out and we would, you know, the police would come on the jug hand and be like, what are you doing? Say, We're gardening. Yeah. We'd say, okay, as long as you don't go into traffic, you can keep doing what you're doing. Uh-huh. We'd be met with these kind of interactions regularly, I should say. And then the DOT came in two months later and said that we were being illegal and dangerous. We should move the garden. And we said, you know, we're going to leave the garden. So we take them out. The plants go into shop. Uh, plants around grass. You see them. You can mow around it, can't you? We'll fill out the permits. We'll work together. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? And that's that's how we felt. We, as long as we communicate, we're like, this when we hear you. Like, whatever. How can we make this look? safer for you while we fill out these permits. Right. You know, I just want to point out, it's not dangerous for them to uh, have inmates, you know, pick up trash there. You know, but all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, it's very right. dangerous, you know, Literally. for you to be out there. Uh, these are the oh questions we have to be asking and the connections we have to be making. Mm. Who does the DOT prioritize? Yeah. And it's going to be people with money. And one of the things that we brought up was you have billboards all over this highway that are... 50 times what this garden is and people had paid money and negotiated where they were going to map out this billboard and spend the money to do that mm. and we don't have the money to do that so what are you going to do we make law dependent on how much money you have you can go and curve the law and it can be fluid Oof, as much as you right want right. as long as you have the money to pay for that curve yeah everyone's bribing each other constantly yeah, some, just sign racket, here rocket so we're like well we're not how much are the permits? You know, you get a you get an answer like, you might pay permits. It's like I know you're gonna send me a bill, right. and give me the bill. So we said we're gonna occupy the land. We're willing to work with you. And you know, I got a call. You know, it felt kind to get a call from NJDOT, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a conversation. It was a demand. And once they unearthed the garden, like they said, and in the end, I said, listen, do what you have to do. I'm trying to work with you. This is the best I can do. We're not unearthing the garden. Yeah. They said, well, well, you have till September 8th. I'm like, okay. Sounds like a threat more than uh, actually even telling right. you what yeah. you're doing. And they said, well, they, you know, we're, we're trying to get, this is the last time we're going to communicate this with you. They were like saying thank you as well. You know, there's this cordial way of managing, no, we're going to do this. You're breaking the law. You're being illegal and dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, that, you, they stay nice. They, and everyone with, stays nice. They stay nice because they have the backing. And I'm going to stay nice too because I, I'm not going to take this personally, but... It's kind of, but you're going to reveal there's that a, shit. There's a, prob- yeah. there's a problem here. This is, is not right. So they unearthed the garden, which it, it was just upsetting, right? You know, we, yeah, we were emotionally invested in it. We loved doing this. We loved yeah. it. brought together. It was sad to see, um, you know, and we, we had some... Now the police are guarding it, and we Oof. have... Someone on our, our they team. Got the garden on lockdown, bro. Uh, the garden's on lockdown. They got it on lockdown. They got, they got the freaking caravan out there. Down, garden so, plants. Your taxpayer money for garden plants, okay. y'all. All right, the garden orchards. So now we're trespassing. Yeah. yeah. So now the law is being enforced, apparently. Uh, before it was also being enforced, but now it's being enforced by we're trespassing now and we're breaking the law and we could get arrested. 
does that punishment fit that crime? Uh, and this is where we start to get into intersections of oppression and endangerment right, right of communities. Yeah. You started. We just started with the NJ. We started with our local municipality. Uh, now we move upwards to the NJDOT. Yeah. Now we move over to the law enforcement. Yeah, I got five and stars. they all follow the same yeah. domino effect of what's going to hold you down. in contempt. If they can't hold you down here, right. then it's going mm-hmm. going up. It's going to hold you down here. So, like, you know... Keep doing your shit, Lana. Dude, we got, you have backing. Uh, and that's, you know, that, that is wild. Like, is you, you build crazy. something that, and yet, like, there's no one that can tell me that what you were doing was harmful. Like, I actually, <laughs> it was beneficial. Like, you know. Yes. <laughs> and, and there are a lot of those laws, like we said, like, you know, that are just plain not helpful. You know, and if you don't question that, no, dude, even if you, Jesus question it. Jesus question it, bro. Even if you Christian, Jesus was questioning those laws because he was like, this is a little little funky, dude. Like, what y'all got going on here? And so if you are, like, being that blind to, like, what's, look, we got different views, blah, 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 whatever. Like, if you're not doing any sort of, like, Break some laws, bro. Like, get into some trouble, bro. Good trouble. Good trouble. Necessary trouble. John Lewis. Thank you. That's right. You know, it's it's a matter of... And that's what happens, right? And, like, that's people struggle struggle and suffer. Mm. So you can benefit off that struggling and suffering. And that's Mm. what other people need to understand about history and the intersections of it. And, you know, applying this into nature's, like... You know, when we talk about college as well, it, 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 it's there too, right? Uh, it's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. It's in the, uh, we just talked about the, the school systems. Yeah. This is a private school. Talking about NJDOT, we're talking about local government officials uh, and municipalities. It all connects. I'm in school, there. right? And then you have like the bureaucratic entity of that. I just got told the other day if I dropped down to two, let's say I was a full-time student that took three classes mm. at TCNJ and then I dropped one because I was also working full-time, couldn't yeah. manage. Or I, you know, the class was just, me and the professor in the class just wasn't working for me. And I dropped down in the middle of the semester. Um, I would have to pay a full, Jesus Christ. A, instead of part-time, what was it? It was something like, oh, you lost your financial aid. You oh, financial yeah, yeah. Paying you that to you now. And you're still paying a full semester's tuition. Yeah, so like now you owe us, buddy. A lot of money. Now you owe us mm-hmm. because you, yeah, exactly. you tried this and look, we don't care. Right? <laughs> They're like, we do not care. You came to us even though we know we got a system with the government that, you know, allows. The government's, New Jersey's broke right now. No money. Where's the money at? It's coming, from, it's coming from you. It's, so it's coming, it coming from, from you. We know taxes are going to rise. Yeah. We, we understand that things are going to get really tough right now. Everyone's lost their... Once the, the cold comes, people are back in school, they're tight on money, they're not going to go out. Mm-mm. Right? So, these are, I think, things we can predict. <laughs> it's going to be, it's, it's going to be tough unless the government starts sending out aid packages again. Which, what, what, the Senate just denied that. They was like, hey, $300 is um, too much and uh, we can't do it. And so, that's why, um, hmm. there is an election coming up, guys. There is an election is. coming up in November. Remember all of this. I know, and then keep remembering it for all the other elections that come up because this ain't the final election that's coming up. Vote, change legislation, get out there. You are do you the only one that can do it. 
And you don't, again, like I think in the point is, is like it's inactivist work. You can choose that route to make that change. You can also choose a different route, but mm. always go out and vote. Mm. Yeah. You just make that decision. Go and, and, I, and I think that that's, that's really important. And the, knowing that there are multiple options into how you can pursue activist work as well. Absolutely. Um, I feel like, you know, act- activism gets put into a box sometimes. And, like, you gotta, even by myself as an activist, like, I feel like I gotta obtain this goal or do this and do that. But, in a sense, um, do live your protest. Live it. Like, be your protest. Make sure others know that, what you're living about. And, you know, continue on that path. And it's not, it's not a job description. It's a life title. Mm-hmm. Like, it's who you are. Like, you know, it's, it's you you got to maintain it. Uh, and it'll be, you, you won't be the change that you want to see, essentially, in the world. So, yeah. Right, Ed? Absolutely. So, let's go on to music taste. Because uh, yeah. we all got that, right? Uh, I, I so taste music sometimes. What are your it's musical, delicious. or I guess, preferences, and what do you like to listen to on a regular oh, day basis? Really or just... You like to bounce around, or? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely bounce around. Like I, I was, I've been listening to a lot of Etta James. Etta James, I've listened to a lot of Otis Redding. Oh yes. But I've also been yes. listening to like a lot of Poppy, and I've been listening to like a lot of. Um, Who's your pop guys? Who's the pop guys? Well, Poppy is an artist. Oh, I thought you, you were know. talking about Poppy. Oh, Poppy the, the artist? Uh, Yo. Oh, I, like I didn't picture you getting down with some pop. They're player. so sick. Oh Poppy, my gosh! I yeah. New, like, they're, like, new metal, but, like, they, they kind of, like, intertwine with, like... They take Jap- from Japanese influence. Japanese, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's a really, really it's... cool... Uh, yeah, so very different from, like, Eddie James and Otis Redding, but uh, I think that it kind of gives an example that's really, like, my day-to-day is mm. between a lot of blues and then just, like... I was also listening to a little... Slipknot and the cards. You get down with the metals. You get down with the metals too. Uh, I'm into like the the post hardcore stuff though. Like, Mm -hmm. shout out my boys, Dance Gavin Dance. Mm -hmm. Uh, All those guys. But yeah, that's something about that metal, boy. I get you just going. Yeah, get you rolling. Like, <laughs> you get you ready to go. Like, no, literally. I think like, every activist the should listen to some metal. I was, I was listening absolutely. to Chan the other day. Chan! Chan! Yeah, give me that. Give me that. I was listening to Chan. Yo, Chan. Chan's amazing. Math, math, math rock. Math rock. Is it metal math rock? Metal math rock. You're good. That's it, dude. Put a little punk in there just to spice it up. Shout out to our homie. What's the name? They came to Asbury Park. And they came yeah. to um, the uh, Asbury Lanes. They came to New Lanes. Uh, you know, look, don't let fight me yet. All right? <laughs> you about Come you. on. They came to New Lanes. <laughs> I had to drop that ticket. No, it's fine. Me and George and Delos. It is like, what it is now. Uh, um, and they had, they played Homie in its entirety. And they had a, a four-piece string quartet. Ooh. Right, yo, as yours. I was like, oh, it's me, George. Um... Matt barely go. We may have went, and our our buddy Kyle Donovan went. Um, I'm sure someone else is there. That I, I'm forgetting that. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm sure I'll hear about later. But yeah, it, it was a good time. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, I fucking love John. Yeah, they're dude. great. And all that math rock, like mm-hmm. uh, Sweeney. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pliny. Yeah, that's salt and salt and charcoal. Oh, I don't God. know Pliny. I'll have to look. You guys, yeah. yo, I got you. Pliny's like that same, like kind of John Polyphia type vibe. Like, yeah, where that they they don't, they don't be talking. Yeah, <laughs> they let the metal do the work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my metal. Can you see that? Can you that with your ukulele? In my hand, my son. I can't. Oh, no, no, don't challenge me with tough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't prep for this ad, okay? No. Dude. No, son. But they don't do the screaming. And they sound a lot better. But uh, if you wanted a rundown impression of it, there you go. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's the basis of it. Word. Um, I think we should, uh, what do you think we should do? Well, actually? maybe we should go into some advice questions. I think that we are on a similar brain Wavelength. Yes, there is. That's what I was like, thinking. Holy shit. Crashing into the Ooh, shore. That's right, dude. That's the only place you want to crash. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> so let's get down to business. Sure. What three cartoon or animated characters would you relate to? Mm-hmm. And out of those three characters, which one would you relate to the most? Okay. So I think Wolf and Kipo from The Adventures of Kipo, which is a great Netflix uh, series. And they're just like two opposites of each other, and I really, honestly, they're just great characters. Right. And then awesome. uh, I guess okay, a third one. Cartoon uh, first right out the park. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it could well, there could be another. But there might be cheating. Yeah, it's like the same show. No, it's not. You said it. That's not. They didn't say the question didn't specify. <laughs> yeah. <Show. laughs> right. Okay. Um. And like, I guess it fluctuates, but. A character from Naruto. I th- I'd have to I'd have to pick probably Sakura because I I really love her growth. What's the I, second? Yeah, I know because you know you want to do it. Yeah. She has a great growth, and I think there's so many moments, and they're so underrated. There's such a derated moments with Sakura mm-hmm. as a character where she just like really overcomes, um, and like no mm-hmm. one's there to really see it. I feel well, that's not true, but like I feel like there's really really beautiful moments that are underrated within the, the series fan base or even by the writers themselves. Well, maybe not because they wrote But them, you but, see... No, and yeah. I think because you see that under, underration, for lack of a better term, and, and um, you, you, it applies, you know, to you. And you, like, you like it doesn't... Maybe not applies, but you, you find something in that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you know, you've seen those moments, and then it's like, yeah, I see you being underrated. Like, uh, <laughs> right. like I identify with that, like, damn, like, you know. And so, yeah, that, you know, those, those are three solid answers. Right? Yeah, Thank nice. you so much for yeah. giving That's that. That's real quick. So she said, bam, bam, bam. They said, bam, 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 excuse me. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, I'm read. I can't read that fast. Man. I got. Oh no, it's all good. All right. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of that, uh, what advice would you give someone who is new to gender nonconformity? So I would just say learn and read. Like look up things yourself, and mm. you know, utilize Google, utilize your resources, read books by a variety of diverse people. Um, you know, maybe look into different queer uh, media sources like them, Al, mm. out in Jersey, I write for them, they're great. 
Was that one more time? What was that? Out in Jersey. Out in Jersey. It's a great magazine. It's just really incredible. I I love writing for them. I love the staff that I've met so far. Um, and um, yeah, just listen. Listen more than you, you know, talk over the person who's trying to, you know, be vulnerable with you. Because it is vulnerable to talk about, you know, your identity and who you are. Because now you're getting into, like, parts of yourself that weren't always easy. But yeah, like, I think just recognizing energy that someone is putting into you through having these conversations with you. And that's why I would suggest that you do a lot of the research on your own. And, and right. if you have a friend that you trust, that that you um, is of the community or is is trans or non-binary of all intersections included like then talk to them and be like what do you do you read this or like do you hear about this you know i don't know no, um, i think you do but i, I yeah yeah i, I think you, you do <laughs> <laughs> just ensure that that you're taking on that you know yourself and knowing that that too is ongoing and, and does involve you and that it should be part of the your 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 daily knowledge and what you take in i do believe that that everyone should be learning something truly new every day mm. something that they've read and like keeping up with what's going on in society and within within the media circuits or within the world yeah it's important news. it's what you are like you are the world thank you blackie for joining us hey blackie <laughs> yeah, dude, blackie said yep <laughs> that probably wants a little something. That's how I, I, I going to feed Blackie real quick. Sorry. No, you're good. You know, Lana, it was awesome having you on. Thank you, um, Thank you so much. So you got, I have more questions. You got, you oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, it's no worries. Um, so what coping mechanism or organizational process do you what? engage in? Oh, okay. All right, wow. Um. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh my god. Adorable. That's so yeah. Um, you know, it it's not it's not always easy. I think that I I do it's not always easy organizing like activism school and you know working and um I I think that it takes a lot of knowing when you need to to rest and like rest your body. Right. Um and go to sleep. Like go to sleep. you need to sleep, you need to eat your food. Um and and make sure you have everything that you need for the day and get organized through how you prioritize, you know? And it comes down to, do you have the energy right now? Or like, is your mental space good? Mm. Uh, so totally. I have to tell myself, like, I, I need to sleep. Um, mm. And I go to bed and I wake up and I'll, like, let myself wake up. I'll have a cup of coffee and I'll get into everything. Um, I need to know when to do schoolwork before my activism work. I need to know when it's urgent for me to get some um, um, ad activist work done, whether it's with Safe 32 or the police work and mm. knowing that with Chief or whatever and getting mm. into my school books. And also, like, when to see my friends and my people, you know. You need like, that time. I like, need that time. And, and then I also need to know when I need to be away from. Uh, you, know? you need that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really a balancing act. And, like, you need to really keep everything balanced and, and making sure that you're not getting so absorbed by one thing. Right. Um, and that takes a lot of time management. And, and again, the prioritizing, like, what's the most important thing for me right now? What do I really need to do? And mm. what do I really, what do I need? Um. And kind of asking those questions to myself help as well. Uh, stretching, again, like, I think that's why skateboarding and all this part of my life. Like, I need to move. I need to make sure my body's healthy. And that, that does help me, too. Um, we can get into 
poor coping mechanisms another time. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Don't give me any good ideas. All right. <laughs> <laughs> bad ideas. My bad. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm used to those. Let me uh, identify with them. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> um, and finally, my last question is: What's one thing that you've learned in the past seven days? Past seven days. Anything in general? <laughs> and I see we have, so we usually have Can a talk about that. Yet, yeah, no, uh, so we usually write out a script for the show, and I guess Matt might have been focused on another question, or maybe just like pop or his pop. But it says, "What's one thing that?" <laughs> and then it just stops there. <laughs> But no, I got you, Matt. Thank no worries. No, and I just appreciate you honestly just writing out the script so we can stay organized. Because I told myself I need to start doing this myself. Yo, what kind of question is it? What kind of question is? What kind of... Sorry, back to the question. Yeah, go on. Can you say it? Sure. All right. So one more time. What's one thing you have learned in general in the past seven days? Um... Wow, that in terms of like anything or no like, anything in general. Anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I've been definitely keeping up with COVID and and keeping up with how things are running smoothly. So I guess I'm trying to look at what my life looks like um, in terms of like indoor dining coming back and like all these different things. Right. So yeah. Seeing you know reading about like college campuses getting ups and. Uh, COVID-19 cases, uh, just not even being on campus and, like, students are just partying, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, Temple Mm -hmm. University had, like, a ton of cases. Um, So it's like now we're opening up indoor dining, and there's a lot of things that are in question. So I think I've been been looking at at the news and and COVID and just, like, kind of processing myself, too. What if, you know, what happens next or, like, what... Because sure. so. yeah. we don't know what's coming up with no. like the like with COVID nineteen, we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, no, literally, like it it just kind of scary to me that they're starting to open up businesses. But I get it. Obviously, you know they need to make well, money and whatnot. But also, what well, that? No, no, go on. No, no, no. But you know, I just understand they need to make money. That, yeah, that I, was my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. Is that you know it's all about adapting, right? And trying to figure it out. Um... As long as we're trying to maintain that health and still, like, you know, maintain that stability, then you can't oh, sure. really be have the wrong answer. But, you know, if you're not trying to maintain that health or stability, and we're talking about someone particularly in the town, all right, you know, and so I, that's all I'll say on that. And I feel like you guys know uh... what you're talking about. Yep. Red Dead. Thank you, Blackie. Yeah, Blackie. Yeah, speak Blackie. Out. Know, he knows. Blackie know about those people. Man. Those people that be giving them cheap cuts. Like, uh, they ain't standing for it, all right? All right. All about health and progression here, okay? And so if you don't want to be helpful and you don't want to progress, then you can move to the side, okay? Yeah. Because we will be progressing and being helpful. <laughs> we literally don't Shout need. Shout out, Kaius. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out, Kaius. <laughs> Literally. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you got any shout-outs that you want to yes. do? Yes, shout-outs. Shout-outs. Shout out. Any Let me take that from you. All right? Because they define. Hey, you know, you'll get that one. It's fine. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, like, definitely shout-out to Save 32 Acres. I mean, totally. totally. Just just keep doing what you're doing, everybody, and, like, keep keep working and uh, and rest when you need to rest. Like, yeah. that's more important. And, um, 
Thank you so much for, for coming on, awesome. honestly. Yeah. Thank you. This, is, this has been very and, awesome. And I, I feel like, you know, not only have I learned something, but I feel like people out there will learn something no, from it. No, hopefully. Yeah, yeah no, totally. Because, like, I even need to educate myself on some of this stuff more, you know? Because, like, I care about my friends and I care about, like, community. I want to help out more. Yeah, we all, you know, you know like, we should. We're, we're not just you should, but in general, we all should and we all can do more. Yeah. We all can do better so we can, so we should continue to strive to do better. Absolutely. Like, every day. Literally, and there will be, a, or <laughs> there will be a vaccine at some point. Oh, I think <laughs> for this COVID. <laughs> so, hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Not, right, there it is. There we got back to it. We did the circle jump. <laughs> yeah, knock up myself because I'm Ed Wood. <laughs> it's a great way. It's, it is a great that's way. That's what we'll call the episode. I think is knock on wood. Knock on wood. Like, totally. I'm down with that. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, but, we'll, we'll run it past you, Lana. No, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What I, what I do oh, too. But uh, yeah. Anything else uh, we want to mention before uh, we we'll close around? Right? We're straight. Right? We're good. Yeah, straight. Was, thank you. Thank no, you. No, thank so much. you. No, honestly, thank you. You're welcome High back anytime. All fives yeah, all around. Oh, yeah, yeah right totally. Here. We'll get oh, a part sure. two going oh, yeah. in the future. Yeah, with the music, you're right. We gotta yes, do we do have to do music. So we're going in the prototype. Oh, what's that?